Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I am literally so freaking excited for this episode, guys. I mean, obviously, we're going to be talking about some deep stuff, but also at the same time, like, I'm just so freaking fired up. I literally had young adults tonight. My pastor did amazing. My One of my friends went up there and, like, preached, y'all. They, she had such a good word. Um, and I'm just fired up. I have so much to kind of like untangle and talk to you guys about and things to just like bring into the table. And I'm just so freaking excited to be here. And also I haven't done this for two weeks. And honestly, guys, my favorite part of the week is being able to sit here and talk to you guys. I know that sounds really weird because we're not actually having a real conversation, but just having, being able to share my heart with you guys and really just do this always brings me so much joy because I love you guys so much, even though I know sometimes maybe some of you don't know it because we don't have an act like relationship but I just want you to know that you're loved you're seen and I adore you and I'm so thankful for you okay so we're gonna talk about um my relationship with God um just like what his voice sounds like in my head which I know that sounds kind of weird um and just a little bit of the things that I have had to walk through in my relationship with Christ that Christ that have not been the easiest, um, especially with the background that I have. Um, it's been a really, really hard thing um, to see God as a really good father and to see God as a kind father um, when I just was never taught that that's the way that he is. Um, so we'll begin a little bit, uh, we'll kind of reel it into like when I was a kid and then we'll bring it back to now. And then I have an amazing song to connect it to, um, in the end, which I listened to tonight that I, like I've, I had listened to it, but I, it just wasn't the time for it to hit me the way it did. And I literally bawled my eyes out. That's all I have to say. Um, so, you know, God's voice in my head, um, sometimes isn't the kindest, um, So I'm going to go kind of like begin my journey on like since I was a kid and how God was portrayed to me and then how sadly that um, image of God was amplified um, through my religion and then how I've been able to slowly walk out of that and the feelings, the in-between feelings and a lot of like the... um, like the the healing process that has been like taken through this so when and being from a hispanic family um there jesus has always been um i didn't grow up in a christian home but i grew up in a catholic home um so if any of you um hispanics out there or uh, maybe catholics i can kind of relate as I'm saying this, I do not, if I have a Catholic, I have a lot of Catholic friends. If you are listening to this, I am really sorry if this offends you. This is in no way trying to offend you or um, belittle or um, talk crap about the Catholic church. This is just my personal experience with it. And you are you don't have to carry that burden. Like I'm the only one that has to carry that burden and I'm walking through that. Um, so my personal experience does not define other people's experiences in the, the Catholic church or in the community or how it was like enveloped into our society because this is my personal journey and it's no one else's responsibility to carry this burden but mine. So I just really want to put that disclaimer out there and just so you know 
that this is my personal journey. This this isn't defining the entire church as a whole um, or like how it enveloped in societies because I know really healthy Catholics who are really happy being Catholics. That just wasn't my journey. Um, so I just want to say that before I continue to um, have a conversation, like continue to tell you guys. So as a kid living in a Hispanic home, I was always reminded that Jesus was watching And that sounds really weird because, you know, you're like, oh, Santa's watching. But I was always reminded that Jesus was watching. So anytime I would do anything that was, like, wrong, it would always be like, God is watching. Um, And then it would follow up with, God is going to punish you if you don't act well. Um, So I was constantly reminded that, like, oh, um, Dios castiga, which is, like, God punishes. So it was always like, well, you know you know, you have to be really careful with what you say, how you act, what you do, um, the way you think, the way you treat other people, or God's going to punish you. And so it really created this image of God in my head as like literally God having a like belt in his hands and being like, do better, act better, or I'm going to literally whoop you. Like that was like, that's like my image of God, like having to um, untangle that image from my brain because it's been installed in me since I was a kid has been the hardest journey I've ever had to walk through in my relationship with Christ. Well, just in, like in that sense of like figuring out how I can imagine God being a loving, kind father when in reality, all I've ever been taught is that he's just angry at me. Like he's literally angry that I exist because as human beings, we are sinners and we're going to sin every freaking day of our lives. So that means that every time I sinned, the Lord was angry at me, which was insane, guys. Do you know how much like shame and con- condemnate con- condemned how do you say that like how I felt like not even convicted like condemned like I literally felt like you know what I'm never ever gonna be good enough to make it to heaven because at the end of the day I'm just not good enough and that to me was like crazy I was like oh my gosh like obviously I don't want to pursue a relationship with God if all I think about is him going to punish me for everything I've done wrong. And so literally anytime, guys, literally, I don't know if y'all can agree, but like any freaking time I do anything wrong or like I literally lower my eyes and I'm like, I act like the Lord's like looking at me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, please do not punish me. Like I'll think like something bad or like gossip some about somebody in my brain. And I'll be like, God, please don't punish me for saying that. And like, I am constantly asking the Lord to not punish me. And God's like, um, the belt is put away and it's burnt and I'm not going to put a hand on you. I love you and I'm a good father who will meet you with grace and love and instruction. I'm not a father that's going to sit here and be like, do better, do more, be better, do more things. I'm never going to accept you because guys, since when are we ever going to do anything in our lives that's going to be like, like so bad that God is just going to be like, oh, get out of my face. I don't ever want to do this. Like, what's so, like, what's the things that you're supposed to quote unquote do good things so that God will like let you into the kingdom? Like, 
like, yeah, be a good person and be saved. But obviously the ultimate is like knowing Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and that he died on the cross for you and that he's like the only God. That's that's what I believe. Now, I'm not trying to put my beliefs on anyone, but that's just where I, that's what I believe. And I am unapologetic about it. Like, that's what I believe. If you don't agree, that's fine. That's your own thing. Um, But also since when is do we have to do something so good that we're like yes I finally met the need that God gave me to be able to like go to heaven like what no like we're literally human beings like we're always gonna be we're always gonna move two steps forward and five steps back like there's nothing wrong with that like like how are we not like how are we not supposed to sin to be honest like if you if you really think about like not how are we not supposed to sin but like there is a lot of things that we do as human beings that like are not good things even if our intent maybe wouldn't might have been a little bit good it could have still hurt someone like you know if we really thought about every single thing that we did and we're like oh that really hurt somebody I'm going to hell oh that really hurt like no that's not how God works he's a merciful God he wouldn't have sent Jesus down to die Jesus down to earth to die on the cross if everything we did he was going to nitpick at Like, I I just, I can't see that now as I'm a healthier person and as I have a better relationship with Christ, I'm like, yeah, I don't see that being a thing. Like, I cannot imagine the Lord being that to me. Um, So I'm going to transition in now a little bit into like what um, growing up in the Catholic church really did to my brain um, and how it affected my relationship with Christ. Um, so as I was growing up, my parents, so my family, they all say that they are Catholic, um, but they are, um, like not even seasonal Catholics, like literally they just have like a belief in God and that's it. Like, that's the only thing that they have. Like, you know, they believe in God, they pray to the saints, like stuff like that, like Catholic things. I think I'm the only one of the few non-Catholics in my family. Um, but I'm the one who like actually dove deep into the religion because I went to a Catholic school. I went to mass every single week. Um, like in school I had Bibles, I had like, um, religion class. I like learned about the Bible. I learned about the way that, you know, people think about the Bible. Um, but a lot of the things that like really messed with my head when I was Catholic was, um, that there are, oh my gosh, like there are so many steps that you have to take before you can be like quote unquote accepted into the kingdom of God. Um, like I look at what I used to feel when I was, um, practicing and I would never, ever, ever feel like I was good enough. Like I was worthy of love. Like God didn't hate me. And obviously that has a lot to do with the way that, you know, I was taught as a kid that God looked at me, but then it was amplified when it was like, you have to do this. You have to go confess. You are literally going to hell. You have to go to church. Like these, these dates, this time on this time, if you don't read your Bible, if you don't do enough, if you don't confess, if you don't do enough community service, like, and I'm not saying it's only the Catholic church. Like I know churches that do this, that are not just Catholic, like that are other denominations but this was my experience. And so like, it honestly felt so exhausting guys. Like I could never, ever feel worthy of his love when all I focused on was my sin. 
That was it. Like my my sin was amplified to 12,000% of what it normally would have been if um if I had just been like like I just I didn't know what to do with myself. Like it was always like confess do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. Here here's this here's this 10 commandments on top of this other thing, on top of this other thing, on top of this other thing. And I was just like I am a human being who cannot meet these requirements. And then, um, like, the thought of, like, purgatory and being like, well, I'm still not good enough. So if you don't know, as a Catholic, I know a lot of friends that don't know a lot of the Catholic, like, um, background. Um, so basically it's like um, when you die, you most of the time, unless you're a saint, which, I mean, we're kind of all saints because we're all kind of, like, the same playing field, but... Um, like when you get to you basically have to go through a season of purgatory which uh, like for some people they believe that purgatory has different levels so it depends on like how good of a human you are depending on how bad you were um and so you sit there and it's basically a time of suffering um before you enter the kingdom of god that's like cleansing you to be prepared to go to heaven which back then i was like oh that makes sense but now like now that I've analyzed my feelings and how I've actually felt about purgatory and how I would always feel like, well, obviously I'm going to end up in purgatory because I'm not good enough and I'm never going to do enough and I'm always going to sin and I'm never going to go to confession enough and I'm going to die with like venial and heavy sin. Like there's like different types of sin. I honestly don't remember. I'm really sorry for my Catholic teachers who taught me, but there's like, there's like a sin that doesn't weigh that much and then there's like a, a like a, a heavier sin and I think there's probably one more or something like that like there's like different levels of sin and one is like really bad but if you die with like a really bad sin then you're probably just going to go to hell um or you're going to end up in purgatory for a very long time which I mean if you are technically like if you're baptized and you believe that Jesus Christ is your father and he died on the cross for you then you know that should be enough because at the end not enough like you don't like if you knew Christ, if you know Christ, you know his heart. So if you are hateful and you are not a good Christian, then you don't actually know, then you don't actually believe those words that are coming out of your mouth. You have to actually believe them and live by it and know God's heart and be a light. And I mean, we're not all going to be this like freaking fairy light going around, like all these things. Like that's not what I'm saying, but to know God is to know his heart. And if you do not know God, you do not know his heart. Um, so I just want to like say that because I know people are like well blah 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 is a Christian but they're a terrible human being and they're this and that well they don't know God's heart so they don't believe the things that they're confessing in reality because they're a terrible human being and I'm not saying like there's so much like grace space in there because like God is a merciful God and you know everyone's relationship with God is different everyone's relationship with God is unique and like God deals with people in different ways and he deals with like different sins differently he convicts us of different things and that's just that's not my room to judge because I'm not God um and I don't judge people I'm like you do you and even for non-Christians I'm like listen like all I can do is share to you like what like what Jesus has done in my life to change my life but I I'm not gonna force this on you um moving on because I feel like I'm explaining myself too much because I'm not trying to get canceled but at the end of the day I'm just like expressing my feelings and if you don't like it then I'm really sorry but so besides the point so I never felt good enough because it was always like well am I sinning really bad like I remember oh my gosh this is so bad 
I remember in Catholic school, um, we would have like literally a, like honestly us kids wanted it to happen because that means we didn't have class, but we would have this like ceremony and I'm pretty sure it was like twice a year or something like that. I don't remember. I think it was like once or twice a year and we would sit down and they would hand us a paper of the 10 commandments and then give us like sub points on like how bad, like what this could really mean. So like where it could lie. And then you would have to, then you would technically write down your sin, right? You would be like, I did this and I did that. And I did this and I did that. And you would literally write it down. And then you would like go into the room and confess it to a, to a pastor. I mean, a priest and be like, oh my, I sinned. I did this. I did that. I did this. I did that. Blah, blah, blah. And then he would be like, oh, I sustain you from your sin or whatever. He was like, go pray like three Hail Marys or go pray three Hail Marys and like two Our Fathers or something like that. Or go p- pray the rosary to, to like, re- like make up for your sin. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why I'm getting into this and why I'm like, I don't know if I'm just really triggered right now. And that's why I'm like, like really like, what am I? Like, what is this? Um, But yeah, so, and then we would do that. And then we would, I literally would walk out of there being like, oh my gosh, what if I forgot to sin? Oh my gosh, like God's not going to forgive me at all because I forgot to sin and and I forgot to tell the priest. And I remember, I mean, there are some really good priests that I've met that I love and that honestly have changed. Like that were very impactful in my life. And I remember telling a priest that one time, like, what if I didn't say enough things? And he's like, listen, like the Lord knows your heart and he knows like what you're sorry for. Um, This is just a way of like, I guess like accountability. Um, and I was like, Oh, okay. Um, but it was always still like a lot. It felt very high stakes, felt very scary. felt very like, you're not good enough. You will never be good enough. And your relationship with God isn't connected enough that you aren't even able to go to him directly. I have to be the mediator between y'all because God is so angry at you and hates you so much. Like that is literally what I would feel. I'm like, dang, like God hates me. How much do you want to have a conversation with me? Like that's insane. Um, and so that's what I would think. I'd be so like, I'd be like, God doesn't love me. Um, God hates me. God doesn't want me to even be his child. And then there would also be this like tug at my heart, knowing the truth and God being like, that's not who I am. That's not the father that I am. Like, I'm a good father. I love you. I'm merciful. I'm graceful. Like, well, he is graceful, but you know, like he's so gracious. Um, he is gracious and he's graceful. Um, I don't know if you can like use, okay moving on um but just like he's such a loving father and so I would it would like I would literally be like I know that I'm supposed to be in this on this path with Christ knowing who he is reading his bible doing these things but then I would have all these practices that were being like installed in my heart and I was like this isn't making any sense like there was so much back and forth like between my heart and like what I knew God was saying to me and then what I was being taught. And so for me, it was so freaking hard to be in a, in a facility, in a place where it never felt good enough. And I think one of my biggest things that I like walked away, like one of the things that I will always lean back on people are like, Oh, why did you walk away from the like Catholic church? I remember I took a test in religion and it was saying like, who is saved? Right. And it was like, um, like it just said like who is saved and it gave different options and one of them was like everyone or like Christians. Um, and I'm pretty sure if I'm not, I know that I got this question wrong because I put either like Christians or everyone who believes in God or something and I circled it. Y'all, when I tell you I got that question wrong and I was so triggered, I was like, I was like, why is this question wrong? And she's like, cause it's not true. Like we're not all saved. Like it's, it's Catholics. And I was like, 
And I had a friend who was not Catholic, like in that class, and she had to put Catholic and she believed in God. And Gwendolyn, shout out to you because that's what I'm thinking about right now. She was not like she was. I'm pretty sure you were Methodist, Gwendolyn. You can't answer that, but I'm pretty sure that's what you were, are. I don't know. Um, and I remember like being, I just was so shocked. I was like, Gwendolyn has an amazing relationship with God. She's an amazing human being. She's so kind. She's like this amazing person who has a relationship with God and is like, she was one of the most impactful people in my relationship with Christ. And I was like, and she's not saved because she wasn't baptized in the Catholic church. What? Y'all, when I tell you that blew my mind, I was like, this is actually insane like I was just like not about it like I literally was just not about it I was like this is not I mean I'm pretty sure this was like my it was my senior year no it was my junior year um and I was just so perplexed like so I was just so taken back so I don't can tell because I'm literally processing right now um But yeah, so just feeling like, you know, I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. You know, like, what's the point of grace and mercy and love if I will never be able to earn them? And if I will never be good enough or I'll always have to confess, I'll always have to do these things. Um, um, You know, stuff like you can't take the Eucharist if you have a certain sin on you. Like, that's the body of Christ. Like, since what God offered that body and blood to sinners who were sitting at his table god wasn't like eh, you didn't confess your sin here you need to go to the back you need to go to the back because you are not good enough like no okay i'm sorry if anyone's being triggered by this i'm really sorry but i'm triggered so i don't care <laughs> um but i just i oh my gosh i don't know i just yeah so all of that um, to say that I am, I was very and still am struggling so much traumatically with um, my relationship with Christ and trying really hard to be patient and know that um, my heart is going to heal and my brain is going to heal and God is like leading me and teaching me how to receive it um, and teaching me how to like love him abundantly through my um like through my actions and my feelings and and allowing myself to receive his love his grace his mercy and know that it's not something that I need to earn but something that I I have already had from the day I was like the moment I was in my mom's stomach to now and to until I die um and Sophie one of my friends that I was talking about earlier like she talked she went on stage and um and was preaching about this story and um you know she asked a guy and was like her mom asked one of her guy friends like you know if I think he had cancer and she was like if you were to die tomorrow do you know where you would be and he's like well I really hope that I would be able to like because I'm a good person like I that should be enough but it, and so it made her think like you know there is truly nothing in this world that we can do to make God hate us or love us any less. God loves us with his entire, I'm talking entire soul. Like imagine a person that you love so freaking much, like just like so much that you're just like, oh my gosh, I just want to squeeze them. And imagine 
God loving you that much times 12,000. 12,000, okay? That's a big number. I just... <laughs> oh my gosh. It gives me butterflies. Um, I just... Oh my gosh. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so good. Like, we just have such a good father, y'all. And... Like, how lucky we are to have a heavenly father who adores us to pieces, who sees us, and he's like, yeah, that's my child. That is my child. That is the one I love. You get it. You go pursue your dreams. You do it. And when we're down and we're going through it, he's like, hey, I'm right here. I love you. And I see you and I hear you and I love you and you are doing amazing and I'm so proud of you and you're so amazing and I just want to squish you. Like imagine that. And I know you're probably like, Tori, that's such a weird like image. What? But like, guys, literally nothing in this world that we can do to make God love us less. Nothing in this world that we can do to make him walk away from us because God is consistent and God is loyal and he will be here for us. He will. And let me tell you, he is so excited and so ready for all of us to be with him in heaven. We still have so many brothers and sisters that we need to like get their hearts in the right place so he they can come with us. But like, guys, like he is so excited. Like he's going to throw the best party y'all have ever seen once we're all up there with him. He's probably, I mean, he's partying now, but imagine when we're all with him, when all his children are with him again, like he's going to be literally like you're not, he's not going to be able to contain himself. He might explode and come back. (laughs) Like literally, like, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. Um, and so one of the songs that played today before i've been hitting the table a lot i really hope you guys can't hear that um but one of the songs that i've been um that i listened to today while before um ryan preached which is my my our young adults pastor um it's called champion and i'm pretty sure it's by maverick music um don't quote me though but that's the that's who i found on spotify and the lyrics but one of the lyrics says now i can finally see it you're teaching me how to receive it so let all the striving seize. This is my victory. Um, and that, like, I mean, the whole song was like, oh, my gosh. Boom, right into the heart. <clears throat> twist. Knife to the heart. Twist. And yes. Like, it was so good. But I think that line speaks so, like, so loudly. Like, the Lord, he's finally show. Like, he's like, hey, I'm right here. And it's like, now I finally see it. And as I see it, you're teaching me to receive it. So he's teaching us how to receive his love, his compassion, his grace, and his goodness, his good gifts, his kindness. Like he's teaching us how to see that. And it's a victory. Every time we received it, it's a victory. So every time we're kind to ourselves and we allow the love of God to come into our hearts and into our souls and into our lot of our pains, we're like, wow, this is really good. This is a victory. I'm so happy. Like, and like, it's just such a blessing to have that opportunity to, like, have that in our lives. Like, 
have a father who champ who is a champion who champions us who pursues us who loves us who listens to us who does not stop being a good father no matter what the situation is who shows up for us every single day even when we can't see it like that how lucky like the song says giants fall when you speak i'm pretty sure i hope it doesn't stop recording yeah it's like um you are my champion giants fall when you stand undefeated every battle you've won I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence. I don't want to sing it, but like I have the melody in my head. Um, and it says, I am seated in the heavenly place, undefeated with the one who has conquered it all. He's conquered it all, y'all. All of it. <laughs> I wish you guys could freaking see me because that just gives me so much like, oh, like, yes. Like, I was literally yelling on the way here. I was like, yeah. I was so ready. I was like, get me on that podcast right now. Like, I was so ready because I was just like, this is so good. Like, you crown me with confidence. When you have the Lord's grace and love and mercy and compassion, you're like, yes, you're confident in life because you're like, I have a father who freaking loves me. You don't love me? I don't care because my father loves me. And so it's just like, it's like he won. Like, everything, like, I really want to encourage you guys today, like, Anything you're battling with, just know that God has conquered it. Every battle that you're facing, God is going in with you. You are putting the armor of God and God is right beside you and he's leading the troops. Like God is like, I am leading this battle and we're going to win this battle. And if even like, even if in the world you technically lose, you're still going to win it because you have God on your side. Every battle has been won. He is undefeated. He is our father. He is oh. he's so good he's so good oh my gosh and it's so true like it says every single battle god walks with us and he says i am here and i'm going to battle with you every step of the way so when i was listening to that song like you guys let's let's get some imagery going so literally when i was like listening to that song and i was just like in my zone i saw like i could see god standing above me like on the i just wish you guys could see me he was like sinning like he was a huge spirit and he was just standing like over me and i could see like things being thrown at me and god just like boom 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 like he was just like nope not today, not today, not today. He was like, I have it. And it was just so comforting. And I was just, I felt like I was in this bubble. And I was like, this is literally how it is. Like God is in this battle with us every single day. And even when something like hits us really hard, God's like, I got you. Like I'm your God. I'm your father. Like I'm your parent. Like parents are there to nourish and to love and to protect their children and that's exactly what god is doing every single day he's protecting he's loving he's nourishing he's being understanding he's being merciful kind and it's just like like for me that concept has been so hard to comprehend because of what i've lived through from the moment i was a child to the moment i was you know really pursuing the lord in the catholic church and moving on from that position and being like yeah this is really not going to work for me and so having so many hurts from the past and the way that I've envisioned the Lord has been such a hard thing to me because it has 
really affected my relationship with God and has really affected the way that I allow myself to be loved by him and to be seen by him and feeling like, you know what? God doesn't love me. God doesn't see me. God doesn't want me because I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy enough. And so, so much of that, like feeling like God hates me has become self-hatred and has really affected my day-to-day life with myself, with my self-esteem, with the way I see myself and just never feeling good enough. Because if you, if, if, quote unquote, if I'm not good enough for the heavenly father, who am I going to be good enough for? Like who, who am I ever going to be good enough for? If I'm not good enough for the heaven, for our heavenly father, you can't like, he's literally the creator of the world. So obviously that connects with like, well, if I'm not good enough for God, then I'm not good enough for anyone. So that means I have to try and be this overachiever and this person, this person who is a perfectionist and who, who never lets anyone down and is constantly meeting everyone's needs because I'm trying so hard to meet. Cause that's my relationship with God too. Is like, I need to meet your needs. I need to do more. I need to work more. I need to achieve more so that you'll love me more and that you'll never leave me when God's like, I didn't ask for that. Like, I didn't ask for you to like be an overachiever. I didn't ask for you to like go out of your way. Like I just ask you to listen and obey and like, and not in a very like condemning way, but just like, Hey, like if you really, like if you want, like God's like, Hey, if you want to follow my steps and like, let me guide you that you going to be, you going to have a better life. Your life going to be a little bit, um, I was going to say easier, but I don't know about that one. <laughs> but um, but you'll be, hey, you'll be joyful because you got the Lord by your side. But what I'm saying is like, what am I saying? Because I had a point and now I'm lost. Um, But yeah, so just, yeah, oh my gosh, I lost it, guys. I lost my point. Oh my gosh, somebody come get me. <sighs> okay, so yeah performance never good enough yeah so being loved by god (laughs) look i'm back um but yeah so obviously if i don't feel good enough for the lord i'm not gonna feel good enough for myself i'm not gonna feel good enough in my relationship with my friends i'm not gonna feel good enough with my relationship with my parents i'm not gonna feel good enough with my cousins and so on and so on and so on so just learning that i'm loved and seen and understood and really allowing god's love to pour into my life so i can pour into my friendships and choose really healthy people to be around and have really healthy behaviors that add to those healthy people and pour into them and have them like be feel um filled up by me and not just um be like oh i need you to fill me up but i'm never gonna like but i'm not healthy enough to like give you any you know what i mean any love any compassion and stuff so so yeah Mm-mm-mm. that was some good stuff praise to the lord because that was that that was not me that was not me um the lord really he was working he was he was putting in the work for um for y'all because whew. Sorry, I know. I was like lagging because I was trying to find the prayer request and I'm like Um so, one of the prayer requests for this week. Um so prayer for says prayers for my dad and I's relationship, which is perfect because we're talking about our relationship with our heavenly father. Mm, look how perfect these prayer requests are. God, mm mm mm. 
gosh, he's literally in everything. He's in the details. He's in the good. Oh, so good. Um, sorry guys. I literally have like so many allergies. Um, but let's pray about it. Let's freaking do it. Dear Heavenly Father, hello. I want to thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to come on here and have this conversation with these lovely people. Um, I'm so blessed to have this um, platform, to have these this equipment to be able to be on this platform. And um, Lord, I just want to lift up this person's relationship with their father. Um, I know that it can be as we see our relationship with you, sometimes if it's not healthy, um, there's no way that we can expect our our earthly father to also be healthy. Um, I mean, there is a way, but it'll be really hard and it's kind of distorted and it's a really hard situation of like figuring out what that's going to look like and, and all those things. Um, so I want to pray for that. And I want to pray for all of our relationships with our earthly fathers also, um, just that we're able to be kind and compassionate and understanding and um, love them the way that we're supposed to love them and bring compassion and grace into our each, like our relationships and vice versa, that they love us, that they hear us, that they see us um, and are kind and understanding. And I pray that as um, we begin to pour that into our earthly father, that pours into our relationship with you, Lord, that we learn um, that you do see us and love us and um, that we are known by you and that you, we are who, who I, we know who we are because of who you are and because of who you say we are. Um, and so Lord, I just pray, um, for every single person in their relationship with you and their earthly father as they begin, as they continue through life and begin to grow and, um, prosper. Um, we love you so much, Lord. And we just want to thank you for being, being who you are in Jesus name. I pray guys what a good conversation i wish that i could hear y'all's feedback like that's the only thing i wish um because i want to know y'all's heart i want to know y'all's journeys um so if you guys want to share that with me ever and feel comfortable i would love to hear your journey um whether you're healing or not healing or whatever that looks like um i want to know them because i want to know y'all and i want to know your heart um so I just want to thank you so much for listening. Do not forget to subscribe um, and, you know, download the episode and share it if you want to. Tag me on it so I can repost it and love on you a little bit. Um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.